Hello world! Welcome to the show. I'm Frank Boucher and today we are welcoming a new host, Nitya Narasimhan. How are you? Hi Frank, I'm doing awesome. It's Thursday, so I guess you got the memo about this being Thursday. Like <laughs> Um, it's been it's been a really really great chance to come on this show, so I'm super excited. Looks like we have a great lineup. <laughs> oh yeah, big show today. But before we go in the details and look the agenda of today, I would like to highlight a few news or things uh, that we I would like to share with the, our audience. The first one was about the uh, challenge that Microsoft released, and it's a I think it's a news that went through the the chairs, <laughs> fall between the chairs at Ignite. There's a challenge where you have three days to learn more. Have you heard of that? I have. And in fact, did you know like that like the, the whole notion of 30 days is actually something that they use to create habits? So if you if you kind of do something for 30 days and you do it consistently, you actually make it into a routine. So it's a great way to learn. Ah, I like I, I knew to make an habit, it's 30 days, or like you need to pass that kind of limits, if we could say that counter mile, milestone, but I didn't know it was on purpose 30 days because of that. That's pretty cool. People think that's nice. <laughs> Anything you want to share? Yeah. You know, I think earlier this week, a bunch of cloud advocates, you might know Seth Juarez and Cassie Breview from the AIML team. They shared this thing I'm super excited about. Um, it's a PyTorch tutorial. So basically it's on the PyTorch website. And what they've done is they've put together this tutorial that gives you a machine learning workflow end to end using PyTorch, goes through it step by step, teaching you concepts like tensors. And if you want to understand how to do data modeling, all of that stuff, it's incredible. It just came out. I can't wait to try it. Uh, this is awesome. This is awesome. I need, I need to practice my Python. So maybe I should have a look into that. We'll do it together. Study okay. That's a good news. Uh, today, so let me recap before we, we go, let me recap the show today and I have my notes here because I don't want to forget anyone or anything. So we'll have uh, tips and tricks with Isaac uh, showing stuff, uh, I think Java related kind of thing. That will be pretty cool. I, I know you know a little bit of Java, right? I did. You know, I actually did my PhD in RMI when it was new. Okay, more than a little bit then. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to remember it. So thank okay. you. <laughs> and then we have um, the people of Microsoft. Will Laura will introduce us a wonderful woman. And then we have certification at Microsoft with Thomas, who's also famous, right? And we have five new project where Scott and Simon introduce us, introduce new uh, TikTok star. So very, very uh, looking forward to learn more about that. Oh wow! Big agenda. Yeah. So uh, do you want to introduce the first segment or maybe like uh Well, do we want to remind people about the chat and the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if you're watching it live and you have a question, you want to react to something, one thing you could do at your right, just over there, there's the chat. So there's the full team, the Hello World team is there to look into that. Yeah, and if you're watching this later or on a replay, there's a comment section below. Don't forget to leave us comments. We'd love to hear from you. We want to make this better and useful for you. Yeah, and you know what? I'm curious to know where you are and when it is you watch the show. So please leave a comment. I'm very curious. That's one thing I like when I do big events or like I'm at big event when people say, hey, hello from New York. Hello from uh, France or Swiss. So I really like that. So put your 
the current time when you're watching that video in replay or live or whatever it is. And where are you watching it? Because it's hello world, right? Yeah, and let's have the ball rolling. I'm I'm watching from Hudson Valley, New York. Oh, and I'm from Montreal, Canada. <laughs> Excellent. So I'll let you introduce the first segment, Itya. Awesome. And now we are on to our favorite Azure Tips correspondent, Isaac Levin. Isaac Levin is live on the street with some news. Isaac, are you there? Hi, Nitya. How are you? Oh, my goodness. I'm very excited. This is your first day. Very I am. excited. Like we're coming full circle. New York and Seattle, right? Yeah. It's, you know, for the folks that don't know, Nitya and I, we both used to live in the same state. I no longer live in New York. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about our great Azure tip for the week. I'm right outside of Azure headquarters, and I think I got a great tip for people today. Oh, that sounds good. Let's hear it. Awesome. Let's play ahead and run the video. All right, so the, when we create Azure communication services, which we just launched at Ignite, it's generally available, we, first thing we do is we go to the Azure portal and we create a new resource. Go to click New, Communication Services, it'll auto-complete, and then we create. The first thing that you need to do is provide a resource group and a name for your Azure Communication Services instance, and then just create it. Once that's done, the first thing that we're going to need to do is take a look at a couple of things here. So the first thing that we're going to want to look at is the keys section. So mm -hmm. the keys is where we hold all of the valuable information as it pertains to security to be able to connect to Azure Communication Services. They're blurred out in this video because we don't want to share our secrets with anybody, right? <laughs> and then what we did, once we have those, we can go ahead and create an app. So I've already gone ahead and created an ASP.NET Core MVC app, which is what you see here. Next, I added two services with interfaces, a chat service and an access token service, mm -hmm. which creates a communication credential, which we use to create a chat client and ultimately a chat thread client, which we use to send and receive messages. This chat client and the other classes come from the Azure Communication Services SDK, which I have added as NuGet packages to the application. So once we've gone ahead and set up all of our messaging, we can go ahead and then hit up. Um, so I'll just show you the Azure, the actual NuGet packages right now. So after that, there's an administration one and a chat one. And now I inject the services into the app using the startup class and the configuration service. These are all things that are available in .NET 5 as part of dependency injection. Here I pass the service details into the endpoint and we'll start by creating a new communication services resource. It's the same one from the Azure portal that we did earlier. And to use the APIs for these services, we, the first thing that we're gonna do is we have to create um, an access token communication. So the first thing is user creates a token, they create a chat thread client, and then they call into this send message helper, which allows you to actually send messages. So if we go ahead and take a look at the UI, we can take a look and see that I have a very, very small form um, in MVC that has basically a chat box and the ability to send chats. So we'll take a look at that in a second. The next thing is that the, the next part of it is that you actually see the actual chat log as well. And these things are both wired up in the page model. So in get messages, we have the ability to um, provide a phone number as well as uh, we have a little bit of um, friendly handling as it pertains to what's going on here. 
All right, so let's go ahead and take a look at the site running, right? So I'm going to go ahead and start this site up. And the first thing that you see is, hey, there's please type in your phone number to get help. So we can go ahead and type the word no. Okay, and then the chat bot actually responds back to us. Please type in your phone number to get help. I provide a phone number, and then it says, please check your phone for further instructions. If I go ahead and take a look at my mobile device, it'll actually see that I have a phone number sent to me. And that's really, really cool, right? I think we have this ability um, with a lot of things, but I think one of the cool things I want to call out about Azure Communication Services is it's generally available. It allows you to do a lot of really, really fun things, especially set up chat apps. Really, really easy. Uh, and one of the things I want people to call out is that this is the first of two. So next week, I'm going to do a little bit more with Azure Communication Services. But you can check out this tip and all the other tips that we have on AzureTipsAndTricks.com. Wow. AK.ms slash AzureTipsAndTricks for people that like short links. Well, I will say this. I am on the mobile advocacy team, and this is making me super excited. You know I'm going to come find you later, right? But now I'm looking for Frank, because he told me there was going to be Java. Frank, no, no, no. That's my fault. That's my fault. We had a we had a late breaking tip come in, and I think that with all the news from Ignite last week, I thought that it was a little bit more pertinent. So actually, I backed the bus right up over Frank, and then I went right forward again, and then back. But you know, Frank is a good is a good spirit. So I think this was fun, right? You know, we'll talk about Java maybe next week or the week after that or whatever. But I think you know, thank you again, Nietzsche and Frank, for having me on, and I'll see you next week with our latest Azure tips and tricks. Take care. Thank you, sir. Oh my God. Yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, that's not Java. I can't understand it. C sharp. It's awesome. Yay. Now I may it makes sense that you have tire tracks on your face, Frank. <laughs> All right. We should keep moving. So what do you have for us next? So now coming next, it's another human of Microsoft where Laurent is introducing us. Tasha Tasha Scott. Welcome to Humans of Microsoft. This is a segment where we meet people just like you and me, but they have one thing in common. They all work for Microsoft. And today I'm joined by Tasha Scott. Hello, Tasha. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you, Laurent? I'm very good. Thank you. And Tasha, you are a business program manager and you are based in Seattle, very close to Microsoft headquarters, right? Yes. Yep. Beautiful, lovely, um, gray day here in Seattle, as one would expect. It's not raining. That's what you expect. <laughs> cool, cool. So let's go into the question. So the first question is, uh, what was a key moment, a pivotal moment in your career? So a pivotal moment in my career was when I actually got my first mentor. Um, and that's what really started my career in tech. Um, I joined a user group, my first user group. And the, the woman who ran the user group became my mentor. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here today. She was an incredible mentor for me and made sure that I was set up for success. Oh, that's fantastic. And really mentors and mentoring people and getting a mentor is very important for careers in tech, right? Absolutely, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, so the next question, if you could go back in time and uh, you know find yourself like, years before now, what would you tell yourself to help you getting started? Uh, so I started out, um, I don't, I'm not a typical tech career path person. And so the thing that I would tell myself is I would, I would say like, Hey, a career in tech is possible for you. And just so I could get started earlier, I never pictured myself having a career in tech. And um, so I, I just never like 
it wasn't something that I considered. And so I didn't really pursue it. And I really wish that I could go back in time and just tell myself, hey, this is a thing that's possible for you. And, you know, here's how you can, here's how you can do that. And I, I would, you know, get started earlier if I could. Mm, yeah, that's really interesting. And, and that kind of brings me to the next question, which is, do you even need a computer science degree to work at Microsoft? Absolutely not. And I am proof positive of that. So I don't have a, a computer science degree. Uh, my degree is actually in English. And before my tech career, I worked at a newspaper for a bunch of years. Yes. And we see, in fact, we have a lot of roles at Microsoft. So not just Absolutely. developers and programmers. And we have a lot of developers who are not computer science, uh, you yeah. know. And I'm still in a technical role. Um, I'm a citizen developer inside Microsoft, building programs mm -hmm. for our sales operations worldwide. Fantastic. What would you say has been the key to the success in your career in tech? Uh, absolutely uh, community, 100%. Tech communities are really the way to learn anything that you want to learn in tech. Whatever your chosen stack is, go find the community that that you know that stack belongs to and join that community, participate in that community, and you'll get so much support and you will learn so much through your community. It's really 100% the best way to, to get started and find success in your tech career. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot agree more. This is also how I got started and uh, what brought me eventually to Microsoft. Um, the last question I have, what is one more thing you want to tell to all our viewers to inspire them? I just, I really like for all the people out there that think to themselves that maybe a tech career is out of reach or you just don't think you belong there or you think that you you couldn't make it, you really do have something to offer. And it is something that you you can have if that's what you choose to do. Um, there's there's nothing keeping you from having a tech career. You, you absolutely can. You can... Um, you can work at Microsoft, which if you had told me, you know, however many years ago that one day you'd be working at Microsoft, I would have told you that was bananas. Um, but <laughs> it's not bananas. You should absolutely try if it's something that you want to do and find that tech community, find a mentor and you will make it. I believe in you. Mm -hmm. Fantastic message. Well, thank you so much, Tasha. It's been awesome talking to you. And uh, thank you to all our viewers for watching. And we'll see you next time on another Humans of Microsoft. Thanks, Tasha. Thank you. Have a great day. Oh, wow. wow, I love that, that interview. It was just awesome. So much fruit in there. Yeah, you know, I think there are two powerful messages there that we should reinforce. One is everyone belongs in tech. You belong here. And I love her emphasis on community. I think that's something we all agree on. You know, community will get you there. Yeah. And uh, the third thing is bananas. <laughs> Make me crack when I was watching the interview. Did you notice she fit with her team? If you didn't notice, she had like a few team things in her background, orange, like, you know, a hat and like a dinosaur and stuff like that. I did. Cool. Shout out to Learn. And that's a perfect segue to our next person. That was the Humans of I Community, which is like a fan favorite. Here is someone that I think we should introduce who's a fan favorite with anyone looking for certification. Woohoo! Hi, Thomas. Welcome. Hi, Nitya. Great to see you today on today's show. Um, I really enjoyed, by the way, how you and Frank started and how Frank mentioned Switzerland. That made me almost spill my tea here. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I think we were literally just watching a match with Federer a few minutes back. So there you go. 
Um, but we are super excited to have you. I mean, I think it's almost become Thursdays with Thomas on tech certification, <laughs> right? Um, so kind of before you get started on everything, I wanted to understand um, very briefly, like, why are certifications important? Yeah, that's actually a very great point. That is what we are going to talk about today. Um, I think that like the video just before showed actually how great certifications can be, right? I mean, again, you don't need a degree, but um, you have on one hand joined the community, uh, but another great option is also to actually get certifications depending on the technologies you're working with. And I think most people probably think that uh, like salary increases are the main focus to get a certification. However, there are many, many other reasons like I can show you here quickly on my slides. Um, so obviously wow. like what we can see <laughs> is that people are getting more productive, right? And mm -hmm. we have a couple of numbers as you can see here, Nitya, 20% uh, more. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I, I don't know about you, but if I would be 20% more productive, I would definitely say yes to that. <laughs> Especially in the pandemic. Every ounce of productivity we can pull out is great. Yep. Absolutely. And then the next thing we obviously have, we talk about like getting career, better career opportunities, right? And I think that is true. Like I take that any day, any any time. Um, when I look at certification, I'm not just necessarily look for a salary increase or anything, but I try to figure out how can I do a better job uh, at myself uh, by myself, right? And learn all the necessary skills. And with our new format of certifications, we don't just do um, tech certifications. We really look at shop roles, right? And so we want to make sure that you learn all the necessary skill and skills and have an overview depending on your job role. If you're a developer on Azure, if you are an administrator in Azure, if you're going to be an Azure architect. So we want to make sure you learn all of that. And so that can obviously be uh, a big satisfaction. And then also you get better career opportunities. Yeah. So something else I want to highlight also is obviously, again, uh, salary increases. So with this report, we can actually see that 42% of people who took certifications they actually reported that they get like a salary increase in their job, right? So again, it can be absolutely great to learn more um, to actually get better in your career. However, salary is not everything, right? We also see um, a tremendous amount of satisfaction when you actually earn the certification, they're happier in your job. And obviously that is very clear if you think about it, it's actually because you can do your job better, you know more, you're more confident. And so you're gonna be absolutely more satisfied um, with, within your career. So that are all these great options there um, when you think about certification. Yeah, 67% is a big number. It means like two out of three people you see are, are actually feeling happier after they've gotten a certification. I personally think it's a great signal because when you're looking to understand, hey, I want someone who works in X, certification sends a signal this person knows something about that space, which is great. So I think we have a little bit of time left in the segment. So really quickly, how should I get started? And where should I start if I want to start getting certifications? Yes. So as always, we're going to share a blog in the show notes explaining even more reasons why you should get certified. And if you want to get started, check out Microsoft Learn on Microsoft.com slash learn. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And huge shout out to you. You do so much good stuff on this. I love your guides. So thank you for being with us. And I'm going to invite Frank back. At least he didn't give you Java credit. So I guess we're good there. <laughs> Excellent. That was super cool. Thank you. So coming next now, we have Scott Ensimon and Tala Buwadi. Ooh, I'm so excited.
Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's File New Project. I've got a new friend for us today. It's Tala Buwadi. She's in university in Canada. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm having all kinds of great fun because I get to meet cool people uh, and talk to them on, uh, on File New Project. So I'm very excited to talk to you. I've actually been following you on TikTok and I really dig the content that you're putting out. Thank you so much. I love yours as well. Thank you very much. Um, one of the things that I think is interesting is that people who comment on my TikTok, and I figure they do the same for you, is they're like, why are you doing this? Like, you could just be in university and like study and not make any content, but you choose to put content on, on the internet. Why do you do that? Um, so initially, I started making my TikTok for fun, um, just posting anything about my life, I guess. Um, but I noticed that a lot of people were interested in the TikToks I was making regarding tech and my computer science studies. Um, so I decided to experiment a little bit and I made more computer science um, videos and TikToks. And I noticed that a lot of people were interested in what I was doing and commenting and messaging me and everything. Um, so I kept doing it and I got messages. Um, I started getting DMs from girls telling me that they were um, very inspired by what I was doing and that it was very encouraging to see all the different computer science TikToks that I was making. Um, and I didn't really realize the impact that I was having on all these different people. And I just figured that if I can like encourage somebody and um, inspire more people to pursue technology and um, just help someone that's like struggling in tech or make someone feel welcome in the tech field, then I'll keep making TikToks because even if it's just one person, then like it's it's good enough for me. That's a really good attitude. Even though you have like tens of thousands of followers, you have the attitude where it's like, well, if one person like stays and continues in computer science because of that video or that thing that you said, mm -hmm. then that's, that's success. Yeah, because I feel like even when I first started and I was in first year and I was like super scared, if I like saw a TikTok that like told me that it was okay if like I didn't know everything or like if it was okay like to apply to a job when I didn't feel like qualified for it or anything like that, then I feel like I would have felt like a lot more better about myself. So I want to mm. make people feel that way, I guess. It seems like TikTok is this window into the world right now when we're all stuck in our homes. So like what you just said, where you see a TikTok where someone looks in the camera and says, it's going to be okay, you've got this. It does mm -hmm. feel like they're talking to you, doesn't it? Yeah, that's the thing I love about TikTok is it's so like personable, I guess. And like people are so much more comfortable. Like on Instagram, you're like, you have to have a great picture with a bunch of filters. And like you only post once every month at like 5 p.m. because that's when everyone's on Instagram. But like on TikTok, you just like post whenever and like it's so chill and like everyone's so, you know, like just welcoming. And it's like a different, a very different environment than other social media. Yeah. Lots of people on my TikTok are asking, like, what are some projects that I can do? And what are some things that I can make? And I'm always so shocked. Like, there's so much you can make. I thought it was really cool that you made, like, a thing that texts your mom what she could make for dinner. Like, you saw a problem and you solved it with code. And do you are you going to run out of project ideas? No. So I actually have, like, a list. And I feel like every developer or everyone that's that wants to get into programming should have this list and then just whenever you run, run out of ideas just go back to that list and just check things off and like write programs to like help your life I guess. Did you know when you started in software that code would be that like that empowering because that's why I like to code like it's been many years but it's like I can fix this with code like that's why I get excited about software. Um, for me, I, I, I've I always really been interested in like technology and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I guess I started like 
diving into it and like in Excel I started like looking into VBA and stuff like that and just like automating processes and I feel like that's what really got me interested in it is like the fact that you can like write these lines of code that'll like automate like a 40-hour job into like two minutes and it's like super cool how it like just makes your life so much easier. Is it an is it a thing of the new generation or the younger generation that are early in career to to learn in public to like study on live TikToks or to put content out while you're in in class? Um, I feel like just the culture, I guess, of TikTok is very like um, welcoming in that way where people see other people making educational TikToks and they also want to help people out. And like we're in a pandemic and we're not like, I guess, interacting with other people. So it's just a way to like, I guess, have those connections. Um, so yeah, I think, I, I hope that answers your question. No, it does. And I appreciate you putting all your great content out on TikTok. Folks can check you out. Uh, we'll have links, of course, uh, here. And uh, thanks so much, Tala Buwadi, for chatting with me today. Thank you. Wow. That's awesome. Nitya, you need that app. You're cooking a lot, right? I am, but you know what? I'm like so impressed by this generation. I'm like, these are the kinds of people we need in tech. And it's storytelling at its best, right? So super amazing. Yeah. But it's so true. Like I've been having fun with TikTok uh, recently and it is a very different social media. It's so, it's true. It's so welcoming. I don't know how to say it differently than that. It is very true. Yeah, I'm going to come check yours out. Uh, we should invite folks back and maybe see what there is to be kind of yeah. like talked about at the end. Let's bring everybody on. Do you want to call out the folks? I think uh, Scott had to drop, but I think we may have everyone else. Okay. So let's start with Isaac. Isaac, how are you? Hey, everybody. I'm still here right outside Azure headquarters. I'm trying Hi. to find a new tip for folks. <laughs> I hope it's not too chilly. <laughs> no, wanna, hopefully not. <laughs> you want to remember the, what's your call for action today? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mentioned a few times I want everybody to go check out aka.ms slash Azure Tips and Tricks. Uh, that's where we can find all sorts of fun things from all sorts of developers, IT pros, business folks. Everybody that can take advantage of Azure should take a look at that. Wonderful. And now let's bring Thomas. Thomas, are you there? Absolutely. I'm still there. And I'm still impressed that it's never raining when Isaac stands in Seattle. So that's awesome. I mean, Azure headquarters is actually um, not um, where you think it is. It's in the cloud, so it's above yeah, the it's rain. In the it's in the clouds above the rain. Frank, look oh, up here. Good job, Frank. That good was job. good. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you want to remember, people, your call to action, Thomas? Yes, absolutely. So by the way, this Friday, uh, March 12th, at 10 AM uh, Pacific time, the Microsoft Learn or certification team will have an ask the experts uh, here on Learn TV. And next week in our segment about Microsoft certification, we will speak about role-based certifications and how they are different from normal certifications. Wonderful. And I strongly suggest you to meet Tala, since Scott didn't make it, I will make his uh, call to action. So Tala, meet her on, the tw on uh, of course, TikTok, and you can see her website. So the website, I think, will show up in the screen. So it's T buadi.com very cool and i think we have laurent with us hello everyone from switzerland uh, another swiss did you notice thomas the ratio of swiss people tonight <laughs> is off the roof this is awesome impressive wow. absolutely so for me if you want to talk to tasha make sure to connect with her on twitter and she's under tasha ev this is t-a-s-h-a 
Evie, and she's absolutely awesome to talk to, and she has a lot of good tips. So make sure to connect with her. Excellent, excellent. And don't forget, we want your feedback. In the show notes, we have a little form. It takes 30 seconds if you really take your time. It's like three questions. Give us your feedback or fill up the, the comments, the chat. Let us know where and when you're watching the show. And we have to bring in Juliet because all of this would not be possible without Juliet. Hi. Yay, Hi. Juliet. <laughs> I work behind yeah, the scenes on Hello World. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> Yay, and now the whole lot of us are here together. And I think we have just about a minute left. So we want to say all the notes for everything you heard today is available on aka.ms slash hello world. Don't forget to go check it out. Like Frank said, don't forget to give us feedback. There will be comments in, in the replays when you look at them. And right now, in about, I guess, less than 50 seconds, we will have the amazing Jay Gordon. Uh, come on and talk to you about Azure Fun Bites. You might remember Jay from his previous appearances on the show. We're totally taking credit for his show, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's coming up next on Learn TV, so stick around. Give us chat messages right now. Tell us how awesome we are. And other than that, uh, is there anything else we want to say before we tune out? I think we have about 20 seconds. Well, I just want to say, oh, go, go, Isaac. I just want to say, congratulations on your first day, Nitya. That was amazing. Yeah, well done, I'm proud to have her with me co-hosting. It's an honor. <laughs> and Frank, you're not too bad either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, have a nice day and see you tomorrow for another Hello World.